Hey, this is episode two of Square Dance Callers Talking. Tonight I have Travis Cook talking to me. Um, huh. Travis, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from. We met a few years ago, but uh, tell everybody else who you are and what you're doing. Absolutely. Square Dance Callers Talking. I love the title. That's, Thank you. That's straight to the point. It's like a bar with a beer written outside, right? <laughs> yes, it that's, is. That's the way things ought to be. Uh, my name's Travis Cook. I am 30-something years old. I, I lost count. I guess I just turned 35. I uh, live in Crestwood, Kentucky with my beautiful wife and two kids. Very nice. Very nice. So you start, you're obviously a square dance caller because we're talking. Occasionally, yes. Um, so when did you start dancing? Obviously, dancing usually comes first. So tell me about that. Yeah, I started dancing and I don't have the date in front of me and I always forget it because so, I, I have to look it up. I started right. dancing sometime around 2012, 2013. Um, I actually started calling while I was learning to dance. So, okay. uh, you know, the classic story many of us have experienced when you have a younger guy or a younger couple, my wife and some other folks were there as well. Um, they learned at a little bit different pace right. than maybe everyone else. And uh, my instructor knew that I liked to sing. He saw me singing along with him as we went. And uh, when he was teaching everyone else square dance calls afterwards, I would have to learn the beginning and ending formation of the calls we just learned to dance. Okay. So uh, I came into it a little unusually. Perhaps it is, from, it is. Uh, for most people kind of learn both at the same time. Well, what, what, when, why did you start taking lessons? How'd you get pulled into it? My parents, um, okay. and in classic fashion, as most people know, uh, I like food. So they told me they were okay. going to graduate. They'd been taking these lessons. My parents were uh, big dance aficionados. They did line dancing for years. They did okay. the couple West uh, couples, Western two-step thing for years. They were big instructors in that they were on the TV shows back in the nineties when that was, okay, you nice. know, all the rage uh, club yeah, yeah. dance, wild horse saloon, I guess. Um, and when all that started dying down, they found square dancing. Right. And they said, Hey, we're graduating. There'll be food there. You should come. So of course I went and I really That's loved awesome. it. I enjoyed it. That's great, man. So, um, with your calling, so you've been calling since 2012, 13 ish. Sometime around there, yeah. I think I, I've got a date level. written somewhere of my first solo dance, and I think that was wow. like November 2014. That amazing. I had to go back and figure it out. I didn't write mine down, and it's only been a few years. But when I talk to these guys, who can tell you, yeah, I started November 2nd of 1973. I'm like, how do you have that date? But okay. Um, so what do you, what are your levels? Where well, do you I'm, 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 I'm see, I'm already way off. My first dance, I just looked it up on my phone here, was 2004. I added 10 years. Wow. Great. <laughs> Goodness. 2004. And obviously, this is why I'm a great caller. I have great memory. Never forget who a corner is. Never forget a date. That is amazing. It's, it's a gift. Great, so huh? um, what levels do you dance, call, all that? Yeah, I, I call up through C1. Okay. I've had exposure up to C2, danced up to C3A. I've, uh, uh, like a lot of callers, kind of added plateaus or levels as I went. I learned originally from Joe Lowe, a guy from West Virginia, fantastic okay. caller. Um, he was a little bit old school in how he taught, but he was a, just a fantastic guy. Awesome, Unfortunately, man. learned he passed recently. Um, okay. I hadn't talked to him for a few years, but uh, he was wonderful. Then I came to Louisville, and a guy named Kenny Jarvis taught me, uh, kind of reopened my eyes to what square dancing could be. Okay. Um, taught me a little bit about plus, plus DVD, um, started teaching me advanced. And then I worked with Sparky Sparks, who also recently passed away, uh, who taught me all the challenge levels up to C3A. That's fantastic, man. That's, that's, that's impressive to be dancing that high. It really is. Um, around here, there's not a whole lot of higher level. Um, we have a group down in Atlanta, Hot Atlanta. They dance up into the seas. But, yeah, uh, love, love, you love know, calling down there. they're a fantastic group. 
um, especially to call for because they can do anything from any position. So you can't yeah. make a mistake. I go to yeah, a floor well, that, you know, I do a really the deucey from half sash shade. I'm breaking down every floor I go to except for Hotland. So sure. And that um, it's one of my favorite dances to call because those folks just love to dance. Yep. Um, I'll go and it's a three hour dance and we're doing all four levels back to back. And if I don't, you know, take a break, if I don't, if I just say, keep dancing, they're up immediately ready yeah. to go. And yeah, there's man, no that's energized. They just go, they go. Fantastic. So uh, talking about dances like that, what's uh give me a funny story that's happened to you over the years. Well, I'm sure you got more than one, but what sticks out to you? Well, the one that most of my dancers who run around with me would tell you is our fateful trip to Ozone Squares down around New Orleans. Okay. Um, I went down there for an anniversary dance. I've called for them several times. Wonderful people. A great club. But uh, we usually camp when we're down there. We stay in a friend's RV. And we drove 30 minutes to the dance, or at least where I thought the dance was, from the, uh, from the RV park. And we get there, and there's nobody there. There's some grandparents with their grandkids doing a dance recital and no square dancers to be found. Okay. Well, it, it kind of turns out the dance was actually practically in the parking lot of the RV park because they had for dancing at a special location, right. not the place they usually were. And I didn't check well enough. My dancers never let me live that down. We drove an hour when we were practically in the parking lot. So we talked about Hotland and loving to call there. Um, what if you, if you have a best dance, one of the best times you ever had, Besides the campground, but what do you think? Just for the dancing, <laughs> the dancing, your calling, everything, just that was the night that matched up for you. Yeah, and really, my first night in Hotlanta was really, really special. Um, it, it Everything was going super great. The dancers had so much energy. Uh, but it's hard for me to also forget the the Saturn V rocket dance. I don't know if uh, you, you'd seen that. We did it ahead of I, the... I did. I did not get to go, but I did see... I've seen video of it and all with the rocket over the top of y'all. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah we did it ahead of... I think it was the Atlanta Nationals. It was myself, yes, it was. Keller, Justin Russell, Skip Cleveland, and man, just dancing under that rocket in that historic building. I love... I'm a huge space nut. That's I love, awesome. yeah. love engineering, love space. Um, and it was just a great night. Everyone was super energetic. I think just being in that location kind of inspired everybody. It was great. Yeah, no, that would be right. I really wanted to go to that, but I just didn't get over there. But that, that there's something I wish I would have gone to, but I missed it. Um, and again, I, when I was talking to my buddy, Sean Butler last week, one I like mm -hmm. to go to because we all have a story. Um, one of your biggest bombs, mistakes you ever made, something that's just funny in the mm -hmm. calling realm, you know. You know, I don't do a whole lot of that, Charlie. I, 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 I wouldn't expect you would, but something that's on your <laughs> level of a bomb, what do you think? Oh, gosh. I don't know. It happens so often. Um, the thing that, that I keep doing is, you know, a, a really smart, intelligent young caller would take, and if he has a song with multiple versions, like in multiple keys, he would delete all of them he doesn't use from his mm -hmm. laptop, right? Yes, sir. Um so I had a backing track for the Star Spangled Banner. I was asked to do the national anthem and I'm a baritone. So I usually don't do it solo. And of course I played the wrong version. So here I am in front of all these people, uh, pulling my britches up real tight, trying to hit a super duper high note. <laughs> that was awful. Oh. Fortunately, that, that theme has happened way too many times where you get, you get into the opener and you're really going and you realize you're about three yep. octaves too high. Yep. Buddy. The key's not right. So, and you, and you don't you don't want to be the one, and we've all done it at some point to just stop it and say, "Hey, let's start this over." That that's that 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 just eats at me, and I don't do it anymore. 
but it happens. Um, so I did it. I did a dance high once. That was super exciting. Did you? I, uh, How'd that work out? Uh, my dancer said it was the How most that? interesting advanced choreography I have ever done. And this, we were, this you were high from Percocet. We were at oh, the okay. Indiana State Square Dance Convention. Okay, and um, which I was the programming chairman, so I kind of had to be there to get things going. Right. And I had a kidney stone pop in the day before the dance. Nice. Okay. So unlike, uh, you know, a sane person, which I should have done, was just said, sorry, guys, I can't call this week. But they were short on advanced callers. So I said, I'll do my advanced slots. You're doing advanced high. Okay, on Percocet. I I would roll out of bed, kind of waddle my way in a drunken Percocet state down to the dance hall, call for 30 minutes, and I don't remember any of it. I have no memory of this weekend whatsoever. But my dancers say it was pretty great. I wish somebody recorded that. I was betting you came from the dentist or something, but that's great too. The Percocet <laughs> story. Um, now, with that being said, and you do have a great memory. I've talked to you and just with your dates, caller wise, mm-hmm. memory guy, module guy, site guy. I mean, I know you're a little bit of all of it, but what do you just go to when you need something? A site, or as the guy that taught me to call, he would call it extemporaneous site. Okay. I think kind of back in the olden days, that was. Uh, kind of one of the subcategories of site when they would break everything up, but that's just kind of how I think and how I call. Um, And I think I've started stumbling into modulating caller as I got older, as I got more experience and started seeing really more of the value in it because, you know, site callers, once you've been calling for a while, you have modules in your head. You just don't think of them as modules. Yeah. You might not be thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to stack it left to right, but man, I know that spin the top to right and left through works really well, just for example. Right. So I want to call that combination over and over. And then I'm building modules in my head. I just don't think about it. Yeah. I really have a poor memory though. Um, Do you know? When it comes to just memorizing things on the spot yeah. and memorizing lists. Um, I, I'm dyslexic, uh, which is something that it's not really been a major problem in life, yeah. but uh, things like that, it, it, I get things backwards. No kidding. Okay. Well, so I've got I, to, I, uh, I'm, I have to really work hard to memorize something, but I tell you, I, I encourage every caller, um, even if you've not start with modules to learn some of them though, because yeah. I'm finding a ton of value in them, especially when you're on uh, you start getting to a larger stage and you start getting to a situation where you don't know all the dancers on the floor. And it's hard to watch the whole floor engage having something that you know is going to work is priceless. Yeah. You, if I go into a dance, I'll go in with like in the first and second tip with modules. If it's dancers, I don't know. And then I, once I get through that, I've kind of picked up on these folks dance together, these folks dance together. And then I'll go into some site later. But, yeah, it's, it's mostly modules to start for me. So when you're getting ready to do a dance, if it's not a club dance. But, by the way, what are your clubs? I mean, you have one club, three clubs. What do you have? I don't have any clubs that no I'm the sole okay. caller for here in Louisville. Yeah, the Louisville okay. area is uh, – it's, it's a little bit challenged, and I don't have a great schedule through the week. Okay. Uh, my day job, I'm an IT director for a company called Home Care Home Base. Um, I do database administration and we keep a pretty busy schedule. Okay. And, you know, one of the things that other callers have told me through the years is the only thing they regret about square dance calling is missing their kids growing up. Mm-hmm. So I've tried very intentionally to unbook my calendar a little bit to not book every day of the week so I could spend right. more time with my kids and not, okay. not make the same mistake. Right. No, I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm and hopeful I, and, sport dancing will still be here in about 15 And from years knowing, yeah, I've seen, I've seen your kids and your wife, and the, the whole family comes, and that's fantastic. If you can get yeah. the whole family to come out for something like that, it's awesome. And it's something great for kids as they get along if, you, if they choose to go into that, which they probably will. 
So when you're programming a dance, what, what goes into that for you? Most good callers um, will tell you that they have built out a list ahead of time. They know what they're going to do. They've thought about it. And I really have not. Uh, okay. I, the only thing I pre-program is choreography in terms of, I think about what I'm going to feature in a tip, um, what calls I'm going to use, maybe a certain okay. flow module or two. That's a, a very challenge levels. Um, it's kind of in the Rolodex in my head or the notepad document on my laptop okay. that I'll pop open. And I know I'm going to do these things during the dance in terms of uh, complexity of choreography. Okay. When it comes to music, I've never found pre-planning that to work. My plan never survives the second tip. Right. Yep. Because I, I believe in, for me, at least, it works very well to do it by feel. Okay. I often feel, man, these dancers need Blue Bayou right now. Yeah. After the okay. patter, I will think either they're, they're pep, they're ready for a high energy singing call, or after the patter, they're kind of dying, they need something calm and relaxing. So completely by feel, reading the floor as best I can and trying to give them what I think they want. No, that's great. It really is. Um, so you said you're in your 30s. Um, music genre, what is your favorite one, just if you're riding around? Yeah, I'm a bluegrass guy at heart. I know that okay. that may surprise some folks. I don't do a lot of bluegrass square dancing, but okay. I grew up playing bluegrass guitar. Grew up in eastern Kentucky, bluegrass capital of the world, if you ask the people in eastern Kentucky. Uh and it, that's just in my soul, man. Bluegrass is in my soul. I, I, did, I didn't peg that because the, the dances I've seen you at, when I've seen you do tips or dances from anything, there's not a whole lot of, hey, that's a guy's bluegrass. Um, oh, so I, that's awesome. I did not know that, man. I love it for um, myself, but, you know, it gets a little repetitive in the square dance yeah. world. There's just so much good non-bluegrass music no, there is. that there record really producers is. are putting out these days that feels so good to dance to. I can't, I can't do all bluegrass. So with that being said, what if just, and I'm sure you can't get one, but what's your favorite singing call? If somebody just says, Hey, do a tip for us, Travis. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I probably have my all time favorite, the all, the all time one I go back to when either I'm feeling blue or, or, or the, the moment hits you right is uh, somebody touched me, which I think is on Royal okay. um, plug Royal records. There you go. Right. Right. Uh, it's got this, this driving bluegrass banjo that starts it out. It's a little bit it feels good you go to church a little bit but it's a driving song and i i find probably my greatest asset as a caller or the thing that i bank on the most is my energy okay. um, i would like to think that i'm an energetic guy and i can bring that forward to the floor and excite the dancers along with you me. are you are i've seen and you enough yes sir somebody touched me just yeah it, it hits all the right spots that's fantastic but my favorite right now that i keep finding every opportunity to do and I may be overusing it a little because uh, if you've heard me at a dance lately, you've probably heard me do it, is Rock and Roll Lullaby on Acme. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's one that I know a lot of my friends have loved for years, and I'm kind of a late bloomer to it. I started doing it only only fairly recently. Um, okay. And, man, it just, it just feels good to do. It's a fun song yeah, to sing. You've, rec you've recorded quite a few songs, records for different labels. Um, what's your favorite one that you've recorded? Uh, so I've only recorded with Royal Records. I okay. um, joined the staff of Royal Records a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, very honored, honored to join them. And I did two this year. So you can't make me pick my favorite. Yet. Okay. You know, I only have two. I can't pick two, but they're both so, wonderful. So what's your two? They're not uh, your Walk favorite. Miles. Not in no specific order. Yeah, I, I, I guess Walk a Mile is probably my favorite. Okay. It's got a little more energy. Um, it's great. Uh, it's a great solo song. It's an old Elvis okay. song. Okay. That it's just got some grit to it. You can really get into it. That's awesome. Yeah. The yeah. other is Reach a Little Bit Higher, which is an old Newgrass Revival song. Or, okay. or it's a Newgrass Revival cover of an Orleans song. And I think it's one that once folks get a hold of it, we're going to hear a lot of groups doing it. 
because okay. it's got some beautiful, great harmonies. Once you get awesome. it. Okay, fantastic. So, well, that being said, we've already talked about if somebody, if you walked into a dance and somebody said, Travis, come up here and do something for us, obviously you're going to grab one of those. Um, and with your work schedule, busy and everything, what, what's your upcoming schedule looking like? Well, I mean, you got any dances coming up? I mean, out of state, in state, what, what's your schedule? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I keep pretty busy. I've actually backed off my schedule just a little um, as my, my son is five now. So we're starting to okay. do a few more school things. But um, I have uh, several awesome weekends coming up in state and out of state. I've got something coming up here in Kentucky a few weeks from now with Chuck Woods, Christy Williams, Wesley Fenton. Mm -hmm. Uh, called Swing Through Spring. It's at Lake Cumberland State Park here in Kentucky. We're going to have a blast at that. Uh, every year I do a dance with some of my, my best friends, uh, Tom Davis, Jack Platties, and the rotating assortment of our friends called General Butler Bash every January. Yep. Yep. And uh, we have another cruise coming up next March. We're going out uh, of Tampa on the Carnival Pride. We're calling it a birthday cruise because it's on my birthday. Come celebrate oh, with us. Fantastic. Okay. I'll have to look There's into the stuff coming on. The Travis I down if wants to see where I'll be. I, I travel most weekends and I, I love getting out and seeing folks. That's awesome, man. So what else you want to talk about? Tell me about your square dancing. I mean, we're both collar lab for sure. Um, you've got the shirt on. I don't have a green collar lab yet. I'm going to buy that when I go to the convention in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, what else? We're just square dancing. Tell me about square dancing for you and the family. Yeah, I, I found it's uh, it's a hobby unlike any other. I have a lot of hobbies. I'm, I, I've collected too many hobbies over the years, but square dancing is one of the few that's kind of stuck into it and become a little more of a hobby, a little more, okay. you know, a re really big part of our lives. I've, I've met my second family square dancing. Yeah. Um, really to me that they're now part of my first family. It's, it's not like over here's my square dance family. It's my grandma, grandpa, and, and, uh, and adopted parents. It's, it's a really special community yeah. we found. It is. Uh, and I've, I've been doing it. I don't know, for a long, long time. And I've told, when I tell people, when you walk into a dance hall, uh, granted, you have to be leery of people you don't know, but you can really be at ease. You watch women walk in there and just set their purse in a chair and walk away and go dance. I'll set my cell phone in a chair and walk away and go dance. I'm not going to set my cell phone in a McDonald's chair and walk sure. away because it's gone. So it, it's it, it's a bunch of good people in square dancing. And well, um, we've got a seven month old little girl now. And, and mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll just take her to a group of grandmas, hand her over and we'll collect her an hour yeah. and a half later. You know, she's, <laughs> she's happy. She's pampered. Everybody loves her. It's, it's just a wonderful awesome. group. And, and, the, awesome. and the people are great. The people are why we stay around, but the dance form itself is just right. so unique. Yeah. Um, it lets you work your mind, your body at the same time. And it, it's just, I've tried other things before I've tried like Contra mm -hmm. and my, my mind got bored. Yeah. Right. I've, I've tried line dancing. I didn't like it because I got bored. Square dancing is always new. It's always exciting. There's always something to keep you going both physically awesome. and mentally. Well, Travis, it's awesome talking to you, buddy. Um, I love dancing to you, listening to you. And uh, I like calling with you on the, on a rare occasion. We get to actually do stuff together and um, Absolutely. I'll see you at caller lab. Yes, absolutely. I would not okay. miss it. And then of course the nationals in Alabama, so yep. that's just Every, below you and just to the left of me. So we've got a great nationals forming up. Uh, okay. We have a lot of great callers coming in. The facility is going to be absolutely wonderful. So hope everybody will join us. Absolutely. Fantastic. Great talking to you, Travis. You're an awesome dude. And um, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks buddy. Take care. See you buddy. All right, man. Bye.